0: Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. Today I am joined by Charlie, my husband.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: (laughs) So this episode, we are talking about photography confessions. Um, Charlie has kind of seen my Instagram stories here and there, but this episode is inspired by my Instagram stories. Um, If you don't follow me on Instagram, I basically did like a question box. I've done them a few times, but um, it's a question box where you just give your photography confession. You know, you just kind of talk about some things that maybe you want to be kept anonymous, whatever, just experiences you've had or things that you do, whatever. Literally it's a confession. So um, there have been some interesting answers and I, on my Instagram story, I posted a lot of them, but there were still so many more that I wanted to share. Like, literally, we get so many submissions. So I wanted to make a podcast episode out of it. Um, Charlie hasn't heard any of these. I just kind of scanned over them. And um, yeah, we're going to go over some photography confessions.
1: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. When you started getting those original um, submissions at the very beginning of having opened up this Instagram poll on your stories, Man, it sounds like a lot of you guys have been bottling stuff up for quite a quite a while with <laughs> some of your experiences. So glad we could be your <laughs> avenue to vent some of these confessions.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, we are happy to be an avenue of venting. And we're just going to talk about each confession as we talk about them. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, we are batching episodes right now because... I, I say I, we, me and Charlie, are going on a little road trip. We're driving across the West Coast and through national parks and stuff. Um, Yeah, so here we are. Um, This is before our our road trip. We'll obviously do episodes after the road trip and update you guys on how the road trip went. Um, Right now, we're just kind of last minute scattering and putting things together
1: there's been a big list of things to get together <laughs> especially because we also another thing that we put on Cassidy's story was recommendations for camping trips from you guys of items to keep on hand things to have on your checklist before you leave and very helpful thank you all for your help if you submitted and you're listening to this we yes. really appreciate it
0: yeah we had a lot of good recommendations um, I should post a list of all your guys's recommendations there were a lot of very practical things I didn't think about. Um, like, honestly, I can't even remember. Like lots of people said like wipes, like body wipes, which I did mention, like we're not, we're not doing like full camping. Like we're not like staying in a tent. Um, because I don't really think that I could handle that. I think if I'm going to get into this like camping life, I need to ease myself into it so we're starting with a camper that has like a bathroom and a shower so I don't know if we'll need the body wipes we're still gonna like get some but we had a lot of good recommendations um some funny ones but yeah for the most part it was pretty helpful um and we just yesterday walked around like a bunch of stores that have camping stuff like REI and um Dick's we And we just were like looking at all the things that we didn't even realize that we needed.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Harbor Freight for supplying all our towing needs. We're going to have a camper. That's why it's not going to be as stripped down as camping as some of you guys may experience often. But
0: yeah. So we basically just went around and got a bunch of random stuff. Um, I'm also hopefully fingers crossed going to be recording a lot of my sessions that I have. Um, just for behind the scenes stuff. So I'll post some stuff in my story, but also like, I just want to have that content. I'm thinking about maybe doing something fun with it in the future. I'm not going to say what, but stay tuned because yeah, I get a lot of questions about posing and stuff like that. So yeah, I think mm, that's pretty much it.
1: Who knows? We might uh, mess around and record an episode out in the great wilderness and have a really cool (laughs) backdrop. Stay tuned on the YouTube channel. Maybe you'll see something cool.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Or maybe not. I don't I don't know if I'm going to bring all of our podcasts up with us. I feel like that's a lot. That's why we're recording episodes beforehand so we don't have to record them
1: on the trip. Maybe we can find some like stripped-down way to do a different one.
0: Yeah, but I'm hoping to like kind of vlog the trip. I'm not really a vlogger, but maybe just get some... I don't know, fun footage and just like, I don't know, take videos of us doing stuff and I might turn it into like a big trip video at the end. And honestly, we're going to have so much time in the car that I'm going to need some stuff to do. So I think putting together a big vlog video would help me stay occupied, honestly.
1: Yeah. And we'll have like a inverter to be able to charge our laptops as we're driving cross nation to be able to get stuff done. Otherwise, Cassidy would be strung out and have no idea what to do
0: yeah i back to okay so you said the inverter there's so many random things that you need for these trips things that you don't even think about like an inverter is like what you plug into your cigarette outlet thing in your car so that you could like plug your laptop charger into it like literally i would have never thought about that but like i probably am gonna need it if i'm gonna be running premiere pro on on the go (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's crazy. There's so much stuff that you need. So, yeah, I'll probably share a list on my Instagram or something. Um, okay. Should we get into some confessions?
1: I think so. We'll have some <laughs> of our own confessions after the trip, but we'll save those for them.
0: (laughs) I thought, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have our own confessions. Honestly, I have a few of my own confessions, but I didn't put them in here. I was going to just like act like some anonymous person put them in here, but (laughs) it's plot twist. These are all my confessions. None of these are other people's (laughs) confessions. (laughs) I'm just kidding. None of these are mine. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Charlie, go ahead. You can read the first one.
1: Okay. Here we are. First one asked grandpa to get in the family photos and it was the groom's dad
0: (laughs) okay so my thought is the groom's dad kind of is like maybe he is a grandpa like maybe like i feel like that one's not as shocking like he could be a grandpa he could have grandkids like someone in the family could have kids already so you know i yes it's it is embarrassing but also like you know, maybe he has gray hair. Like he could look like a grandpa. I don't know. You know?
1: Yeah. I think it also depends on the age of the couple too. Cause there have been weddings where we've shot and the bride and groom already have kids together and right. You know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. And, um, Yeah. So, I mean, those parents of the bride and groom were grandparents.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's...
1: Easy mistake to make. Easy mistake to make.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like, it's just one of those things where you have to move on from it. Like you said it, you can't take it back and just kind of laugh it off, move on. Like, thankfully, it wasn't something that, like, directly interfered with, like, the bride or the groom or, like, your couple... Because then it gets awkward, like, if you actually accidentally call, like, you know, the groom something, you know, because you have to be with them, like, all day. But if it's the groom's dad, you can kind of avoid the groom's dad after that <laughs> pretty well. So I don't think, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, it could be worse. Yeah, I'm you saying. can
1: learn to dodge the dad the rest <laughs> of the day.
0: You really can. Like, <laughs> I mean, you might have to take a few photos of him, but you really could, like... Dodge him if you absolutely need to. And
1: it's the groom's dad, so you're not going to have as much interaction with them as, per se, the bride's parents, too.
0: You never know. I don't know. Sometimes the groom's parents are, like, more involved. It it honestly depends on the family dynamic, you know. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, it, it all depends on the family.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, the next confession. I locked my keys in the car, and all of my gear was in the car. I made the ceremony run late.
1: Had to wait for AAA to come unlock my car. You're saying you? No, I'm saying oh, that's this what person, that person. Yeah, I was
0: like, when? When did this happen? I, I've never heard the story before. Yeah, so I actually shot. Associate shot a wedding, so it wasn't. I wasn't the main shooter, but the second shooter that was with me. Um, I think she listens to this podcast. Um, she. Locked her keys in her car, but she locked them in the car at the beginning of the day. And thankfully she had all of her gear out. So when we went to leave, she couldn't get into her car and she couldn't find her keys, which that honestly is not as bad as literally making the ceremony run late. I simply cannot imagine that is just truly a nightmare. I The thought of something not happening or like me delaying something really just scares me. Um, and I know a lot of the times photographers, like, you know, like during bridal portraits, like sometimes they run long and that's a result, you know, technically running late. That's because of the photographer, but like the ceremony, like delaying the ceremony because your photographer is not there, that, that is probably like the most embarrassing, like imagine showing up and like all the guests are just like looking at you, like waiting. Everyone's just looking at you. Oh gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I mean, we usually try to be pretty early to stuff to give ourselves a buffer for whatever might need to happen prior to the ceremony or I should say prior to people getting ready or whatever have you. But if you have to wait on like a roadside assistance or something to come help you get your car unlocked, there is no amount of buffer time that's going to. Get you ready for that wedding without yeah. making people wait, so oh I apologize gosh. if you're out there, and this was you,
0: yeah, that truly sucks, but you know you probably learned a lesson. And you probably are never gonna lock your keys in your car at a wedding again unless you have horrible luck and you do it again the next time, but i I doubt it.
1: We'll see you know what they say third time's a charm,
0: <laughs> yes,
1: it's coming to you again. <laughs>
0: Charlie's like, I wish you the worst of luck. I hope your keys get locked in your car again. Uh, Thank you. Bye.
1: So sorry, but Ar- it's gonna happen,
2: <laughs> Charlie.
1: <laughs> just kidding. Am I? Probably not. I mean, it's good.
0: <laughs> I I feel like I have really good. Like I just feel like I'm very blessed when it comes to incidents at weddings. I really haven't had any horrible incidents yet. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. I don't have any anyone near me, but like, I just, I feel like we really haven't had horrible things happen. But then I look at all these confessions and I'm like, there are so many potential things that could go wrong when I'm shooting. And I don't even think about it like socially, gear wise, time wise, health wise, you know, there's so many things that could go wrong. So I'm just over here like, thank you. I'm so blessed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, enough about us. Let's hear the rest of these confessions. All right, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I got the next one. Uh, Here it is. Missed an entire courthouse wedding because I put the bride's home address in my GPS.
0: Instead of the courthouse address. Yes. Wow. So my guess would be that the bride's home is like further away from the courthouse. Oh, and they missed it. Oh, gosh.
1: They missed the... That's... That's what it says at the beginning, miss an entire courthouse yeah. wedding.
0: Oh, okay. So that courthouse weddings, though, like they are so freaking quick.
1: They do happen in about 30 seconds. And if you're not there in those 30 seconds, you're not going to see it.
0: So my question is, why did they start the wedding without the photographer?
1: Well, because you know? I was going to say, it's like the courthouse. What The courthouse does what the courthouse does. Right.
0: So they probably couldn't control it. Wow.
1: Cassidy and I have actually been witnesses in a courthouse wedding. Yes. Yes. And we love Once. our friends that got married.
0: I took photos of the wed- the little wedding, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a great time.
0: Yeah. The lighting... Uh, unless your courthouse is like, I don't know, recently redone, the lighting in the courthouse sucks.
1: Yeah. But you move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, okay. You're missing an entire courthouse wedding. Um, Just double check your addresses and your GPS. And I will share a little tidbit of helpful info. I... Before my weddings, I send my clients a questionnaire and have them fill out, like, all the addresses that I need. And, like, from there, I put the addresses in, like, my notes and put it, like, in the order that I need to go to the places. So, you know, you start at this place and this place. I'm feeling like if you, like, why did you even have the bride's home address, you know? Like if you're just shooting the courthouse wedding. I don't
1: know. I wonder if they were having like a family reception after the courthouse back at the the bride's house.
0: Yeah, or they could have maybe done some getting ready photos. Yeah, I just, yeah, very confused, but...
1: I don't think they would have done getting ready photos before the courthouse like with the photographer there if the photographer was meeting them and they showed up at the wrong place.
0: Oh, oh, okay, I see. So yeah, maybe they had the address for some other reason. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Minutes before the wedding, I fell down a hill used wet leaves to clean the blood during the ceremony. Oh, my
1: goodness. Just got to make it happen. Whatever the cost is, I am going to be there, blood, sweat, and tears. I'm going to use these leaves (laughs) to wipe off all my skin, knees, and elbows and get in there and get these shots.
0: Oh, gosh. I just, like, that is just so dirty and gross. I just, yeah. Like, I'm just trying to put myself in a situation like that. I'm picturing, like... The situation that would require me to do that is like Hunger Games type of thing. Like, <laughs> I have to be very desperate to use dirty leaves to wipe up my wounds, you know? Like,
1: I mean, what it, it, is it? Prim that helps Katniss oh with her wounds or the tracker jacker stings? She helps uh, them, no, leaves? it's
0: not Prim because Prim isn't in the Hunger no, Games. Excuse me, not Prim, Roo, Prue. Roo? yes, not wrong, Prue. wrong, rue,
1: rue. i am so sorry yes it's
0: okay so yeah rue helps katniss in the hunger games
1: Rue, rue prim
0: i'm thinking like if i'm shooting like i would use like a microfiber cloth or like a lens wipe or something if you are gushing blood (laughs) go to the emergency room you should
1: start with keeping a first aid kit in your car
0: okay but like what if the ceremony wasn't near their car like
1: I mean, you could put, like, two Band-Aids in your No, but think,
0: think about it. If you fell down a hill right before the ceremony, you don't have time to go back to your car. The ceremony's about to start. And, like, a ceremony is a ceremony. You can't miss that.
2: True.
0: I, you know, good for you. I'm applauding you because you did what you had to do. You wiped off your wounds, and you kept going. I and do think
1: the microfiber cloth is a fair point. Yeah. Those are <laughs> very cheap and inexpensive to replace. So,
0: for the future, keep... A cloth in your bag or band aids. Like um, two.
1: Like two. Not yeah, a lot. Two. You don't need a lot. Just. Yeah. Yeah. A couple.
0: I also think I might have used a sock as well. Like I literally would have pulled a sock off my foot, wiped my blood, and then just not worn a sock on one of my feet.
1: Yeah. And then shot an eight hour wedding with no sock on one foot and yeah. got the world's worst blisters. And yeah. then you're cut and you have bad blisters. Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right, Charlie's over here not believing me, but like that's what I would do. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one.
1: This one is short, sweet, and simple. My dog ate my SD card. (laughs) That's it.
0: After having a dog, I completely understand how this could happen. I do. I actually saw someone's Instagram story, someone I followed, and their dog chewed up like their entire SD card case and all the cards in it. And I like, I was mortified. I was like, what? Like what? Like, first of all, how does that even taste good?
1: I don't think it does. I think dogs are just like the animal version of a garbage disposal and they just, whatever they get their eyes on, unless they're trained well, they're going to just dive into stuff. Even if they are trained well, some dogs, you just don't know what's on their mind. Yeah.
0: I mean, hopefully you got all the photos off of your SD card. That's, like, all I can think about is, like, the photos and also the fact that you lost an SD card. Like, SD cards, like, add up eventually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: They add up quickly. Wow. So. I don't even. Those recovery, the SD card recovery companies or different digital recovery companies out there, they do acts of Magic. I do not understand how they do what they do.
0: I also don't fully understand. And I know sometimes there are cases where they can't get the photos back. I've known a few people who had the recovery service and then they still couldn't get the photos back for them. But yeah, that's just tech beyond my brain. Like that's some high level, high level stuff that I just don't comprehend and don't desire to comprehend. Yeah.
1: I wonder if like a mauled SD card, if they would be able to do their magic on that stuff.
0: I, I'm going to lean towards no.
2: Yeah.
1: I also wonder
0: like they didn't give us detail about like, did the dog just chew it and spit it out? Or was this SD card found in like, you know, the, 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 you know, like the, (laughs) giant I don't want to say like poop, but like actually like the dog's poop, like, were they just like one day looking in the dog's poop? It's like, oh, there's my SD card. <laughs> like,
1: I don't want to get too deep into the digestive system. And if an SD card would make its way through. Right. Or not. Well, I
0: think that does make a difference. though, whether or not you can get the photos back, though, is like, how far did the dog go?
1: I think it also depends on what length you're willing to go to get your mm, photos back to. Facts.
0: Yeah, I would. I, uh, yeah, I would not be digging through any sort of
1: anything i mean what if multiple thousands of dollars from a wedding are on the line Mm.
0: you make a good point i'm gonna no comment on that one
1: rubber gloves here we come
0: (laughs) all right the next one (laughs) group. the groom fell on a slippery bridge during his first look cut open his hand and didn't know then he hugged the bride and covered her dress and veil in blood all right before the ceremony (laughs) Do you have anything to say to
2: that one?
1: I only a few times have come to the point where I have cut myself to the point where I can't feel it. Yeah. Those types of cuts are some of the worst cuts when it comes to like a deep cut that you can't feel. okay. Because you just are like, you're gushing.
0: Yeah. You know, I just... (laughs) Like what, what do you do? Like genuinely, I have no idea. I don't know what I would do. I don't think as a photographer, you can do anything, but like, does the bride just laugh it off and tell everyone at the ceremony, like, do not be alarmed. This was simply
1: oh my an accident. <laughs>
0: like what, what, like genuinely, what do you do? Like, do you change out of your dress? Do you delay the wedding? Like, what do you do?
1: I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. And right. then
0: the photographer, how do you take the photos? There's blood on the dress, like, all over. I'm just, yeah, I'm lost for words. Oh, gosh. I just can't, I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's funny. It's like the scenario is your photographer and the bride and groom go away to a dark place and are away from everybody else for a while, and the bride comes back, and she's got blood all over her dress. Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. Murder mystery. We'll group. never know.
0: <laughs> Charlie's trying to turn this into a true crime chat. It's here's not a, here's true a
1: crime. Uh, Colleen Hoover book coming for you. All
0: right, no, it's not. Charlie has, all right, Charlie. He has no idea the the <laughs> genres of books that I read because Colleen Hoover is not even a a tr- true crime or a crime novelist. She writes romance novels.
2: Mm,
1: no mm.
0: crime involved whatsoever. All right, let's move on. I'm not <laughs> getting into that.
1: He's this. ready to drop the <laughs> gloves in defense of Colleen Hoover.
0: I do, you just don't you don't know what type <laughs> no, I, of book she I, writes. I,
1: I I understand. I definitely don't have it pegged right. Okay, so let's just move on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's.
1: During photos, I asked the bride's parents how long they'd been married. <laughs> They're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get through that. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, And,
0: okay, back to my questionnaire that I send. I ask them, like, are there any special family circumstances that I need to know? And a lot of people will tell me, like, my parents are divorced. Like, this one's married to this person, whatever. It just helps me get a vibe for the family scenario and, like, what is happening beforehand. So then I don't, like, say stuff like that. Because I've like, I've sent out my questionnaire before and I've had like someone say to me like, the groom actually hates his stepdad and like, don't put them next to each other in photos. Like, I like try not to get him in photos because like, he just hates him so much. And like, I would have never known that, you know? So, and people are good at acting, like especially on their wedding day, they're good at acting like, you know, they like some of the people that maybe they don't. So yeah, just to avoid a scenario like this, Yeah, maybe consider just asking about extended family circumstances. Even if there's like, you know, a deceased relative too, like it's just, it's thoughtful to ask that before. So then you don't make any slip ups and then it's just awkward.
1: And this will help you know whether or not the groom's dad is actually the grandpa or whether it's just his dad.
0: Exactly. So I was, oh, not I was, it was my first time shooting a wedding and i had no idea how to work a camera ha 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 <laughs> incredible
1: oh my goodness good acting skills i guess yeah. like just stand there and smile and say do this it do this. is
0: that is one way to get your first wedding truthfully like you know even if you had experience working a camera like everyone's first wedding the photos don't don't turn out great so you know, is there a difference between someone who's been shooting for a year and someone that just picked up a camera? Yes. But at the same time, like your first wedding is your first wedding. The photos aren't probably going to turn out amazing anyway. So honestly, good for you for booking that wedding and being like, I'm just going to figure out how to work a camera and I'm going to shoot it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if this was uh, close, close friends or people that you knew well that hired you for that wedding, but good for you. Yeah. Good you for got you. your wedding. We're applauding you. And you, hopefully, by now, you know how your camera works.
0: Yes, hopefully. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you do.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This next one, I almost started laughing while you were talking about the last one because it's funny. <laughs> Here it is. I dropped the engagement ring through the cracks of, in the deck while taking detail shots. The dad had to get his impact out and remove some boards so we could get it back.
0: What is an impact?
1: His impact driver, like drill. Okay. He looked, the, the dad had to get his drill out and start deconstructing his deck so uh, they could get the engagement ring back.
0: Okay. Oh, I see. I see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man literally had to tear apart the deck to get the ring back.
0: I am just picturing like the dad being like, what is worth more? Like me cutting my deck in front of probably there probably was a crowd at that point of people trying to get the ring out. Like the dad being like do i cut open my deck or do i just say well you know sorry and obviously this is a, a good dad because he was like i am tearing apart this deck until i get that ring i this is almost like a hero moment for me like
1: a plus dad yes. a plus you showed up when the time called and, and you answered that call. <laughs>
0: but now let's talk about the fact that it was the photographer who dropped the ring in the cracks.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking about the moral confliction of having been taking those detail shots and you watch that ring in slow motion fall through the cracks of that deck and you are on the ground sprawling for it and reaching and trying to grab it as it falls through the deck and you slips through your fingers, falls through and then you're standing there thinking for a moment. I'm going to have to talk to somebody about this.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. And then you actually had to
1: work up the courage to go tell the people like, Hey, I don't want you to freak out or anything, but I dropped your engagement ring through the deck and I can't get it back.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. I am speechless. I just, yeah, this is like a worst case scenario. Every photographer's worst nightmare Happening in real life. And I absolutely hate that. So. All right. I hit a little girl in the face with my second camera body when I went to pull it out to shoot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no.
1: Makes me think of those TikToks where the people like have their pets propped up and then they smack their animal. And it's like the <laughs> stuffed animal that goes flying. Yeah. yeah Makes yeah. you think of like when you go to grab the second camera body off of your harness and when you swing it up the little kid just goes flying oh
0: gosh Char- charlie charlie <laughs> i i just you know it's like how first of all how did you not see the kid i'm a little confused by that one sometimes kids just sneak up on they just you. come out of nowhere <laughs> apparently oh i feel bad for the little girl but also you you feel horrible because obviously you didn't do it on purpose but yo, cameras are heavy. I just picture like, you know that feeling when you get hit in the nose and it just like makes you want to like cuss and cry all at the (laughs) same time. Like I'm picturing this kid going through that because that is what a camera would do to your face. Like it would hurt.
1: You get hit in the nose so hard you have to sneeze. I don't know if you know that feeling. but I
0: don't know that feeling actually. (laughs) But I'm just picturing like this, this photographer having like a 70 to 200, like the heaviest lens to ever exist the heaviest camera body and just whipping it
1: i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a telephoto lens because of it being the uh the second body
0: yeah okay all right let's let's get rid of this violence and <laughs> let's move on to the next one
1: okay here it is my prompt was two things he loves about his wife and he couldn't think of a single <laughs> thing she <left>. laughed
0: that is Whoa. horrible. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> Your prompt is just like, you know, it's so innocent. It's It should be so easy. And he's just like, yeah, I can't think of anything.
1: <laughs> How are you going to put man's on a spot like that?
0: I, I two, It's two things. He could have said her hair, her humor. Like very, those are two <laughs> very basic. Maybe this was like a thing that was boiling up for a while and like, it just happened to boil over at this shoot, you know, it could, yeah. Like a, it's been a long time coming and this photographer just had to witness like the peak of like an argument or something. I don't know.
1: Just imagine you sitting there now with the groom or the,
0: it looks uh, like it was the, just a couple the shoot,
1: fiance or whoever the boyfriend. Husband is
0: it's just two things he loves about his wife.
1: Yeah. So the husband, yeah. Just imagine you as a photographer sitting there with the husband after that. What, uh, do, you, what do you say?
0: I would be like respectfully, you're a jerk. By <laughs> no, I would literally saying? never say that.
1: Could you think of two things now?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, um, you better go get your girl. Like, why are you still here with me? <laughs> all right, that one. That one's that one's insane. These are all insane, honestly. Okay. Every time I start a session, I can't remember how to do photography. Yeah, I mean, I can I can relate to this, like forgetting poses and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, just kind of it's kind of like stage fright. Like you get nervous, put on the spot, and you just forget literally everything that you've ever known about anything. I can relate to that. Um
1: Takes a moment to hit your groove, you know.
0: Yeah. Just if you run into the situation, just kind of jump into it and take the bull by the horns and just Start shooting, you know, just in those first couple of photos and the first couple of poses, don't even worry about them turning out, just get into the groove. And then, after you get through like a pose or two, then those are the photos that count. And really, just you should be in the groove at that point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to turn this into like a tips and tricks video, but for me, I, I know like just having conversations with the couple and being a personable individual myself like just being able to jump in and ask questions and talk to people is always one of the best ways for me to just kind of go into the deep end dive in and get ready just taking shots but I'm talking to them getting to know them rather than just me trying to awkwardly figure out what types of shots I want to do Mm -hmm. and it's like the obviously these are more candid shots it's not like a couple session or something like that but it's just nice to be able to have that moment to, while we're talking, get shots of them candidly and then kind of figure out what I want to be doing as we're going back and forth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Tips and tricks with Charlie.
1: Yeah. That's just specifically from this last weekend. We had a wedding and I usually get sent away by myself to do shots <laughs> of the guys. So I'm like trying to figure out, hey guys, how's it going? Like, <laughs> I'm Charlie, your photographer today.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Ah, uh, you're on to the next one.
1: Okay. Here it is. Had a bride and groom both named Sam. Let's just say posing them was annoying as frick.
0: <laughs> that would be very annoying. Like Sam, put your hand on her face. No, Sam. <laughs> No, no, you Sam. Like, how do you? Sam,
1: could you turn your head this way a little bit, and both of them look at you?
0: I feel like I would almost (laughs) ask them, like, can I call one of you Sam and one of you Sammy, just so like you know, like which is which? Are you
1: really gonna call them (laughs) Sammy?
0: Sammy? I don't know, Samantha. Like, I or Samuel. Like, you do if it's like Samuel and Samantha, you could do like their full names i don't know or you could just default to being like hey i'm just gonna kind of move you guys around hands-on and just move your arms where i need to because this is too hard to pose you
1: just know that as the photographer in that situation you are not the first to have that issue (laughs) and you are far from the last should they continue to be together for a long time because they're gonna have that the rest of their couple's relationship life yes
0: So this next one, I actually did post on my Instagram, but I just thought it was funny. (laughs) Charlie, you can't stop reading ahead. He's reading all these ahead and now he's laughing. Okay. Stab the groom in the chest. (laughs) Oh, sorry. There's more. (laughs) Trying to pin on his boutonniere. (laughs) That's it. He, he He just stabbed the groom in the chest. That's it. So Charlie actually is like the default boutonniere guy. Um, We just have run into so many weddings where nobody knows how to put on a boutonniere, which honestly is fine because we know how to. Um, So Charlie usually ends up putting on all the boutonnieres just because he knows how to do it. I'm decent, but I'm not incredible at it. So yeah, it's just, it's funny that this is, (laughs) that this is in here. And I just imagine like you're trying so hard. Like maybe this person doesn't really know how to put on the boutonniere if you're stabbing them. (laughs) <laughs> but but you're trying so hard to like just do it and make it like just get on the boonier good and you're just like trying to not cause any issues and then you just like put that pin a little too far and he's like, ow, and you're just like man like that's why I was trying so hard not to do. Thankfully, boutonniers are just like very thin needles, so it's not like
1: yeah, not a big deal. You're just yeah. stabbing him with a really thin needle. Yeah, through. it's not. It's not, not a, a yeah,
0: it hurts. It's like a poke. It's not like <laughs> <laughs> it's not like. Yeah, anyway.
1: Any unwarranted stab with <laughs> anything is enough to not be okay, Cassidy. <laughs> <Any> don't try <laughs> un- and make <laughs> it okay. <laughs>
2: oh that learn is how funny. to put
1: on a boot in photographers. That hey, is yeah. gonna be one of your most underrated skills Charlie, as a photographer. Stop
0: shaming. It's okay if you don't know how to, just maybe try to learn it.
1: Yeah, but you don't need to go around stabbing grooms <laughs> All right. until you know how to do it.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one.
1: Okay. You can only get so many dancing photos at receptions. Yes. So I take pics and delete them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me, there was another person that confessed that they, they pressed the test button on their flash while they're at the reception. And if you don't know, like that literally just sends off a flash through the air, but it doesn't take a photo. So if you have enough shots, like this person is just pressing the test button. And so this is the same concept, like taking pictures and just deleting them. <laughs> honestly, if you are at a reception, like I honestly, we only need like maybe 30 minutes at the most at a reception to get photos. So if we're there longer, I like to mess around with like different styles and just try different things. So I'll do shutter drag for a while and maybe point my flash directly forward. And then maybe I'll walk around and see if there's anyone near the bar or like, chilling outside maybe get some photos of that i don't know i just try to get creative with it because it's like well i'm here i might as well just like you know try to do something of, with my time sometimes
1: so. i just get to the point where i'm just dancing with my camera honestly <laughs>
0: charlie, yeah, charlie does end up dancing and i'm like okay cool like great mm-hmm. i'll just take all these photos by myself thank you i'm just
1: dancing with all of the uh, groomsmen and the groom that i've been hanging out with all day long <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so this next one I legit got the wrong date on a wedding day. Bride called me like, hey, are you coming? I was not. Yep.
1: Check your calendar.
0: Well, okay. So I'm wondering like if it was you got the wrong date because the bride told you the wrong day, or if you just like thought it was a different day. There's there's two different things that can happen here. One is the bride like reach out to you. Sign the contract and the date was wrong in the contract. Right. So that would be the bride's fault. The second option is like the bride told you the right date, but then you put it wrong in your calendar or you thought it was like the next weekend or you forgot about it. Yeah. So there's two different ways this can go either. Both of these I have had nightmares about because I'm like, I don't know. I've had someone like reach out on my website, put one specific date down. And then when I went to send them the contract, they were like, that's not our wedding date. And I was like, that's what you put in the contract. Like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know what your actual wedding day is? Listen,
1: people, you're the ones filling out these drop tabs, not us. Right.
0: But I was thankful that they noticed it and I was still free on the, the date of their actual wedding. But I think something that is a lot of photographers fears is just like scheduling a wedding and then like, I don't know, maybe it was like the first wedding for a while or you had a couple weekends off and so it's just like getting back into the groove of it is weird, so you f- genuinely forget like that the wedding's coming up. Yeah. Oof. That's that's a big oof. All right. Um am I the next one or are you? Um I'll just read it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like I want to read yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Um, the couple vanished after the ceremony. So I was trying to find them for family photos. I heard their voices and got to the doorway to hear the groom say, we're married now. We can dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I am crying. <laughs> it's just like the one conversation that you really wish you didn't hear. Like, <laughs> But I do feel like us photographers, we're always like, where's the bride? Where's the groom? Like, where, where's my couple? I need to know where they are. And that's great and all, but sometimes you got to give them a little bit of space. I found that like I find myself constantly trying to locate the couple, which is great. It's great to be aware of where your couple is, but you know, if they sneak (laughs) off, like don't necessarily go looking after for them, like unless there's something you need them for, for like, if it's like family photos or like you need them for portraits or something, but if it's just like, you know, It's cocktail hour, just kind of (laughs) chilling. I've had my couples like go off and they just want like a minute to themselves. And I'm like, yeah, like go for it. But usually they tell me like, hey, we're just going to take some time to ourselves. And I'm like, of course, like obviously go. But yeah, (laughs) I'm so sorry you had to hear that conversation. I hope that you've mentally recovered from that.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: All right. You got the next one.
1: All right. Here it is. Got in a hit and run accident on the way to a wedding. And had to shoot like everything was fine.
0: That's just unfortunate.
1: Hit and run scenarios are some of the worst times.
0: Yeah. I've never been in a hit and run, so I don't know.
1: I haven't either. It's just it's like a... You just have like a hurricane of different things to figure out yeah. following that. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that wedding.
0: Yeah. I just picture like the... Almost like it's like that scared, like feeling after like you're, you're shaky. Like if you get in an accident, like you, you're just so shaky and out of it, probably in shock. I don't even know how I would shoot a wedding because like your brain just isn't there. Like you're, you're just in shock and you just have no idea how to cope with what's happening. That would be so hard, but honestly, good for you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like they were able to still make it to the wedding and everything. So I'm assuming it wasn't like your vehicle is totaled or anything, but still any scenario where someone hits you and takes off is worse than you just being able to come to the wedding unscathed and fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, let's go on to the next one. Groom had his phone in my bag and when he went to pull it out, some black lacy panties came out with it. No idea how, but to make it all worse, it was a religious wedding too. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm genuinely curious. Why was the groom putting the underwear with his phone in your bag?
1: No, I don't think that's the scenario. I think the the photographer had that underwear in their camera bag without them knowing. And the groom just stored his phone in her bag like quickly. No,
0: no, no, no. It's saying that the groom put his bag in the photographer's phone and when no. he pulled it out no Other why would around. the you're
1: saying it backwards he the groom had his phone put it in the photographer's bag yes and when he went to grab it some black lacy panties came out with it
0: yes as in and look it says no idea how but to make it worse it was a religious wedding I, i'm thinking that the the groom had the panties with him and was keeping them with him throughout the day I don't know why and stored it with his phone because obviously like you know during photos he doesn't want that like in his pocket or something and then when he went to grab his phone the panties like fell with the phone that makes a lot more sense than the photographer having panties in their bag well i mean you never know like that person (laughs)
1: might have just forgot to take it out if they were traveling or something okay
0: i if, if you wrote this in and you're listening to this, DM me or something and we let me know. We need some
1: clarification right I, now.
0: I don't need clarification. I know what happened. But I just want you to <laughs> confirm that I'm right in my DMs, please. Well,
1: here's the thing. This is what clears it all up. It's the same couple as the last confession into this confession. And it was the groom the entire time.
0: What? What are you talking about?
1: The Oh, not the hit and run two ago when it was the couple that the, oh, <laughs> the, the photographer that snug up, yes. snuck up on them Plot and twist, overheard their conversation the yeah
0: <laughs> okay um you can read the next one
1: here it is i had a great-grandma drop a foster baby straight on her face during a session
0: no that's not even like funny that's sad yeah. And like it's your, it's the great grandma like I just imagine how like frail a great grandma is.
1: Both sides of it. I yeah. mean, the baby's frail, the great grandma's frail.
0: All of these like violent like kid stories this makes me be very like sad.
1: We want you to know that in the recording of this video, no children were harmed.
0: <laughs> Only in
1: the confessions of all these other yes. photographers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. a girl showed up to my session straight from her new spray tan and was orange in all the photos. Wow. That's fantastic. Girl, just you just got to drop that orange saturation and you are good. No, but truthfully, I don't at that point, like it's the client's fault that they showed up orange. So (laughs) hopefully you have
1: some type of clause in your contract that says bad spray tans are a result of your own choices.
0: Yeah. I mean (laughs) that, I mean, that is a result of the client's choice. If Okay, so our camera battery just died, so we had to go fix that real quick. But we were talking about the girl who showed up straight from her spray tan to the session. Do you have any other thoughts on that, Charlie?
1: No. I mean, you got to do what you got to do with the spray tans, but (laughs) try to check your (laughs) tints.
0: Yes. I mean, I love a good spray tan, but maybe like a couple of days before the session, not like the day of. Okay, so this next one. I hate weddings. When someone... contacts me about a wedding I say I'm booked good on you
1: (laughs) I mean if you know what you want you know what you want
0: yeah weddings are not for everyone and I mean I just at this wedding we shot on Saturday I came home with the world's worst migraine of my life and I had a lot of people respond to my story saying that I had a migraine saying that like they also dealt with that too and literally are like about to give up weddings because it just takes such a huge toll on them. Weddings are not for everyone. And I don't think there's any shame in admitting that. So, I mean, the thing about you saying that you're booked, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe you could just work into your marketing at some point to let people know that you're not really a wedding (laughs) photographer. Right. Yes. Yeah. That'll come with time. Exactly. Here's the next one. I was so hungover at a family shoot and I couldn't think of any prompts on the spot.
0: <laughs> I'm curious to know how that went. <laughs> like, did the photos turn out okay? I've had a few people write in and say that they've been hung or- over while they're shooting. I could not imagine doing that. Like, I would not be able to function. Like, I just... I need a clear head when I shoot because even, like, even at, like, a wedding, if I get, like even like a half of a drink in me, I'm like, Whoa, like I need to, my the head feels foggy. So I try not to like even touch a drink while I'm shooting because it's like, yeah, it, you just, you want to be as there as you can. Obviously like you, this person maybe didn't con- control that or, you know, whatever, like just didn't know that was going to necessarily be the case. But yeah, that is tough. And I hope the photos turned out. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean it's always tough when if you're hanging out with people the night before or doing something else because a lot of your weddings are happening yeah. over weekends. So that's true. Yeah, it's just hard to have the discipline leading into it. Sometimes I could see for other people.
0: Yeah. So this next one, I stepped on a cactus five minutes into an engagement sash on the beach. I'm prickling. I'm prickling. I'm picturing like those really <laughs> prickly. <laughs> 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 It's just funny how perfectly prickling fit fit into that sentence. I'm picturing a really, like, prickly, like, those cactuses that have, like, the really, really long, like, porcupine needles. And you just, like, getting all of those needles, like, smushed into your foot. That sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, I try to wear Birkenstocks on the beach just because I have had too many times where i am stepped on dune grass or something. And it's like a barb going straight into your foot.
0: Yeah, it that... Uh, yeah absolutely not i i don't even want to picture it i yeah i do i go barefoot on the beach when i shoot but that's because you know <laughs> i love the young and free life but yeah i maybe i should start wearing shoes
1: <laughs> yeah I, uh, everybody has their own opinions but i try to protect my feet
0: <laughs> okay let's go to the next one that's you
2: sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: like I'm waiting for cassidy to I, it. okay here it is there was a huge snake at a shoot and I was do that I was doing for children and the baby went to pick it up, so I screamed and dropped my camera while grabbing the baby.
0: A noble sacrifice.
1: You got yeah. your priorities straight.
0: Yeah. Baby People over yeah. tech. Yeah. Baby with a snake or your camera. That I just there's a lot of things happening in this. First of all, like a baby with a bunch of children or a, a shoot with a bunch of children. Is this like a family shoot? Probably. A location with snakes with the babies. And then like, yeah, I just, how did, yeah, it's just like, like were there no parents looking after the children? I don't know.
1: So a little bit of a caveat. Growing up in Michigan, we do not really have snakes at all. No. We have like maybe little tiny gardener snakes. Sometimes you get some water snakes like near ponds and stuff, but that's like the extent of our snake experience. Yeah.
0: So I don't even know how snakes get in the picture, honestly. I don't know where they come from or I don't know.
1: Yeah. So maybe if you're out west or something and you're just at a park and snakes are just like a regular occurrence for you guys, like Man, that's the wild west, but in Michigan we're a bunch <laughs> yeah. of wusses when it comes to snakes. <laughs>
0: I'm just like I can't even picture a snake coming up like that. I just don't even know what I would do. Okay. So before making her entrance, the bride's carriage and horse toppled over. Oh the my driver goodness. fainted. Huh?
1: There there's so much going on with that. So
0: how did it topple over, though? Like, yes, the driver fainted. Maybe the carriage starts going a little bit crazy. But, like, I guess maybe if the horses don't know where they're going, they just decide, like, oh, we're going to go wherever. And then the carriage falls over.
1: I am afraid of horses.
0: Oh, are you? I Oh, I knew that. Horses
1: yeah. are very intimidating to me. Because I'm imagining, my my guess would be, is if the driver fainted previous to all of this, like, actually happening. That if the horses got spooked by their driver fainting or passing out or whatever happened, if the yeah. horses got spooked, then it's like all bets are off. Yeah. And a spooked horse is one of the like craziest animals that you'll ever be around.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I this is horrible, but I'm picturing like <laughs> I'm picturing like Shrek 2 when like <laughs> Shrek and Fiona just get married and they're in that onion carriage.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Heading to the land of far, far away or whatever. <laughs> anyway. But
1: could you imagine? So like those, those horses that go around downtown with the carriages, if a driver fainted and you see a horse like go, go nuts for a yeah. couple of seconds and a carriage like toss the people that are in it.
0: Yeah. That leading would
1: into a wedding. Yeah. Or a reception. Quite
0: traumatizing.
1: Wedding. I don't know. It doesn't say.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we have three more left.
1: Here's the next one. Accidentally addressed the groomsman instead of the groom three times at a wedding.
0: Three times. This is Charlie's third time's the charm. (laughs) His goal or what, like your mindset that you you mentioned earlier.
1: Once you do it a third time, you'll never do it again.
0: Yeah. So, wow. I mean, this is like one of those things. So I was saying earlier, like, the very first confession at least it didn't have anything to do with like the groom directly this is basically the groom directly so this would suck um hopefully the groomsman um was nice about it um i know sometimes when you meet so many people as a photographer and you're just like it's hard to keep people straight and when you get something in your head um it is hard to shake that thing in your head so for example a wedding that I've shot recently, I thought that the groom's name was something different than what it was. And at their engagement session, I called him that name like all the time because in my head, I just kept telling myself that that was his name because he looked like someone I knew that had that name. So once you get something in your head, it's really hard to shake it. So what I did was I literally like looked at the groom on the wedding day and used his name purposefully like multiple times while I was posing them so that it would help me remember his name.
1: Yeah. When you get to that point and your like social meter is overloaded and you uh, just can't keep up anymore. Yeah. It's kind of tough to shake that feeling for sure.
0: Yeah. So my clients were two hours late. As I waited, I smoked cigs with his mom and she showed me his baby pics.
1: <laughs> what a great way yeah. to get to know the family that yeah. you're working with.
0: You just come alongside them, you know, chill with them and look at their baby pictures.
1: Yeah, you really get the context of that individual's life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Not the baby pictures. (laughs) I just picture like, you know, like when you like, like in the movies, it's always like you date someone and then like, oh, the mom shows you their baby pictures. Yeah, I was gonna say Um, the
1: mom is always pulling the dirt on the kids.
0: It's so similar situation. The mom is like, you know what? Let me just show you his baby pictures.
1: (laughs) This is a proud mom moment. Just being able to kick back and. Just share all the baby pics right before they do engagement yes. session or whatever it was, wedding.
0: Ah, uh, uh, it could of just have a session, been, yeah. Yeah, whatever. just a normal session. It kind of sounds like.
1: Well, why would the mom be at a normal session?
0: The mom would be like at a senior session. That's what I'm picturing. It's like a, a guy getting his senior photos done.
1: Yeah, could be. Well, let's get to this last confession. Swallowed a fly at a session and I couldn't (laughs) stop coughing and gagging the whole time.
0: It's the the coughing is not horrible. It's the gagging that I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) that is horrible.
1: I don't know if Cassidy has ever made this confession to you guys and any time of her podcast, but Cassidy is mortified of black flies.
0: I have not mention that on the podcast because i haven't had a need to but thank you for bringing that up yes i am um specifically the really like big juicy black flies (laughs) i (laughs) i simply cannot if they land anywhere near me i'm headed inside um which is quite a problem in um where we lived in upstate new york they were horrible um here in michigan they're not as bad but in the summer i just like I can't with black flies. They are all up in your business. They land on your food. They don't care if they land on your food. They like look at you while they land on your food. And I just they're disgusting and yeah, it's just not happening for me. I I'm picturing when they say a swallowed like they swallowed a fly. I'm picturing like a fruit fly or something like <laughs> not as big and gross as a black fly. That's like what my brain is telling me because if you swallow a black fly like you're getting diseases and dying. Oh, like there goodness. is no <laughs> way that you survive that. I'm sorry.
1: See, this is why I said this because Cassidy was laughing at this individual and in the gagging and the coughing. But I want you to know if this ever happened to Cassidy, she would be acting like she was actually dying.
0: I would be done. I would be like, I'm sorry. I can't shoot your session anymore. I have health issues right now. Like I just, I can I cannot. Yeah. So black flies, in case you were wanting to know, I hate them. Um, Somebody actually, (laughs) when we lived in upstate New York, um, took a big like fly catcher bag. So um, I don't want to get into too much detail, but basically the place that we were living, they had like these big bags that would catch the black flies. And
1: these are like surrounding a kitchen to try and like stave off. the Yeah. So they would
0: catch the flies and the flies would get into this liquid goo and then they would like die, whatever. But the as they died, it was a huge bag. And they would like go to the bottom of this bag. This is really gross. So if you don't like hearing gross stuff, don't don't listen to this. But essentially, this bag is full of like a hundred plus dead black flies. And somebody went and dumped the bag of black flies on the front porch of where I was living. Um and it smelled horrible. I just like don't ever I don't I don't really want to talk about how it made me feel because it really just it was horrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, sometimes so,
1: camp pranks just get out of hand. You yeah,
0: know. and I just yeah I'm traumatized from that. So yeah, that's my experience with flies, and I hate them. Just
1: but, so you know that was not me
0: no it was not charlie want oh to gosh I cover
1: all my bases before i had people reach out to me and say why were you traumatizing your soon-to-be wife with black flies back no. then
0: yeah it wasn't charlie but um so this person that swallowed a fly um, i'm sorry that happened to you and um, <laughs>
1: cassidy's starting up a support group for black <laughs> flies soon and you're more than welcome to come
0: uh, no i'm not All right. Thanks so much you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening this far. And yeah, I hope you liked this episode of Photography Confessions. Charlie, thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm sure you will be on other episodes in the future.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I I guess I'm still auditioning for the right to be able to do podcasts with you. Shut (laughs) up.
0: You come (laughs) on some episodes, but sometimes Charlie just doesn't have time to like come on as a guest because he he does other stuff. So sometimes I do solo episodes, sometimes Charlie comes on, sometimes I have guests, whatever. So yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm sure you'll be on episodes in the future. I
1: thanks for having me. I appreciate (laughs) it. Yeah,
0: no problem. All right. Have a great day, everybody.
2: Expose my mind to clarity. Oh my spirit shutters, capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity, no wisdom rushing in, so much clearer now, oh. getting a little bit higher, with every step I take I'm getting A little bit better. I'm climbing to the top. Never gonna stop. I'm